What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, September 20th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the best hair in the business, Fran Mirabella III. Good morning, everybody. Whoa, look at that. The Borderlands show day. No, don't you don't I'm shove it down it. their throats, all right? Oh, yeah, don't, we will. No, no, we won't. <laughs> it is, yeah. If you're, uh, you didn't know, the Borderlands show is airing right now live on twitch.tv slash... We're Borderlands. competing with our we're, own we're show. We're competing with ourselves <laughs> over there because why, ladies and gentlemen, we told you when we did the Borderlands show, that's something we're making for them. We're still kind of funny making the content you love. Isn't that right, Barrett? Yeah! That's what I like to see. So you're saying they applause. should open up two windows at once. Say, so watch the YouTube version it later. You, you know what I mean? Too. There's all these people watching on Twitch. That's great. You know what happens to those numbers? <laughs> they get farted away. Nobody cares. Why do As they somebody does the kind of funny game showcase, trust me, when somebody shows up on your YouTube page, they're like... Why is this showcase only got 90,000 views? I thought it was a big deal. I was like, it was a big deal on Twitch. You know what I mean? But then you know what happens? Shuhei goes, not big enough. No Last of Us news for you. You're going to get unverified on YouTube if you're not careful. Already did. Don't worry about that. Kind of funny you got unverified. Don't worry about it. Sorry, touchy stuff. A lot of others. Oh, yeah. I know. It's not just us. No. Oh, it's not touchy at all. Yeah. I saw that going around yesterday on Twitter. Like other creators we know being like, hey, I'm making a video. I got unverified. of it, And I'm like. I don't know what fucking verified does. Yeah. I don't know what it matters. And then Joey put in a slack of like, hey, we're one of the people who got unverified if you want to appeal. I'm like, games was never verified. Whatever. Yeah. What I, mean, is, I mean, people know it it's feels us. nice. You show there, am I shirtless eating Oreos? Yep, that's us. That's that, the real that, Greg. That's kind of funny. <laughs> you know how one. it is? I like this. Uh, this is your Destiny Community Podcast shirt. Oh, yeah. The, the DCP crew made this at PAX. It's very subtle. It's like an emote you can use on the DCP Twitch. It's a heart. Aww. It's hard to see the black side, but exactly. I think it's weird you. that your first inclination when to like show off the shirt, you kind of like grabs your man boobs. No, I lead. I was leading. Uh, okay. I was trying to point to it. The monitor that we look at is backwards to us, right? And you go through the. You're like, you know, your hands are moving. Around. Sure. Yeah. You're, anyway. you're on that side in real life, but on that side, you're over there. I see what you're saying. Stop getting Something handsy, like friend. We are switched. Friends. And the real set. I'm sitting there. And Greg is over here. It's very confusing. It's been a long fucking week, everybody. But you've made it. It's Friday. Let's finish strong and talk about how Batman is coming to Fortnite. The Last of Us Part 2 is officially coming to State of Play. And guess what? The French are fighting steam. We'll talk about all this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week, on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that... Be part of the show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames with your questions, comments, concerns, everything under the video game sun. Then tune in to watch us record the show live, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Housekeeping for you, as we've already said, uh, Fran and I are very proud of the Borderlands show, episode one, finally out right now. You can catch it later, youtube.com slash Borderlands Game. I'd urge you to go check it out. I know when we announced this, a lot of people were like, oh, that's a, it's a, something kind of funny he's never done before, made content yeah. for another channel or for a different company, and then also what would that look like? What it looks like is uh, Fran and I doing a podcast about a game, yeah. and then like <laughs> saying things and watching people look over at the PR people, and they'd be like, we can't stop them, <laughs> we can't stop them. <laughs> but it's a fun thing where we just talk about Borderlands, so if you're up for some Borderlands and yeah. news on Bloody Harvest, go on. Yeah. Check it out. There's also a shift key embedded in the episode. Yeah, talking to the creative director, Paul Sage. It's, it's a great episode. Yeah, thank you. you know, Not to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I've tweeted out about that. it, of course, but I'll give a shout out here as well. Huge fucking shout out to kind of funny best friend. You know him well, uh, Roger Pocorny. Yeah! Uh, That's my boy! As you know, ladies and gentlemen, by watching Games Daily, of course, we've had a week of problems with the computer exploding, the soundboard exploding, IGN lending us the soundboard, uh, all this different stuff. We, at like the 11th hour, 
Hail Mary, Roger, everything for the Borderlands show. And he's done two <laughs> sleepless nights to make it happen, including having to deal with the ESRB and a whole oh, bunch of different God. things you wouldn't expect. All those probably, official things that you... That uh, we don't have to ever worry yeah. about because we can come out here, you know what I mean? Just, eh, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> but when the ESRB is involved, they're like, don't do this. Like, oh, Sounds like he worked his butt off. He so did, he did. You, so thank you, Roger. I hope you are asleep now. I fucking love you. Get he, some sleep, buddy. I know, right? I, I, t- I t- texted him last time. like, go to whatever restaurant you want to with your girlfriend yeah, and send us the bill. Like, it's fine. <laughs> uh, we'll send th- it to 2K. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 thank you to our Patreon producers, patreon.com slash Re-Retro Games, Blackjack, and Mohammed Mohammed. Today we're brought to you by the Kind of Funny Interwebsite Championship PAX West 2019 Edition. But I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report. It's fucking Link's Awakening Day of Baker's Dozen! You can save that for when we get to the games that are coming out, alright? No. You save it for then. Fucking No. Fair. I like it, and I like where your head's Yeah, good. It's also entitled Goose Game Day. Uh, Barrett, for your notes, we're switching two with one, and we're going to start <sighs> with Fortnite officially crossing over with Batman. Yeah, uh, this morning, uh, Fortnite did tweet out officially, hashtag Fortnite x Batman reveal, September 21st, 8 a.m. Eastern, YouTube.com slash Fortnite. It has a little... Uh, the, uh, the Fortnite logo, or you know what I mean, like uh, blue, yeah, and then the Batman, the Batman cow, then Fortnite x, and then... Another Batman logo. We've talked in rumor and speculation about this happening. It's been, you know, behind uh, the nightfall or whatever. Now that we know it's officially happened, I thought I would click over to Polygon.com where Owen S. Good said this. Batman coming to Fortnite, data miners say. This is from two days ago. But it gives us a window, I think, into what's going to happen. Leaked images found in the latest Fortnite updates suggest Batman, his gear, and his pails are on his way to the Battle Royale. A set of six images were uploaded to the Fortnite Battle Royale subreddit this morning. Images with others saying more stuff was on the way, too. These include a cape, a grapple gun, a batarang, new gliders, and a new spooky Gotham map. Uh, Other Fortnite watchers say the update has three encrypted skins, two male and one female, leading to speculation that the Dark Knight will be joined by Batgirl and the Joker. We've reached out to Rep- Epic, blah, 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 blah. Uh, this is, of course, though, Saturday 21st is Batman Day worldwide, so you'll probably see some information then. And then today, of course, on the 20th, officially revealing that, yes, you will. Will it be all of this, this Batman grapple gun, the explosive batarang? Who knows what you'll see exactly, but probably that's what you're going to see. Yeah, I mean, this is normally what they do. You'll get, you know, you get to be Batman. You'll get the skin. Batman. You'll get the, the, the back bling. You'll get yeah. the... The whatever the axe is going to be. I don't know. Does it show it in there? No, nothing in there right now for what It'll, the axe It might like. be the battering. It's a big, that'd be weird, a big battering. Oh. But it could be, right? That That's like the grapple, uh, or sorry, the uh, pickaxe. But then, yeah, you get a themed area on the map normally as well. Like we saw this with uh, Borderlands. Borderlands, and, yeah, the uh, mayhem, right? Pandora um, showing up on the map. So that actually could be the coolest part, right? Is being able to drop into like a little mini Gotham. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A, a different Gotham City will be pretty cool, I think, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how they'll, because the game actually has, like, night and day cycles. Night and day. So you got to wonder if it'll always be dark. I mean, no, Batman has appeared during the day in a great movie called The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, my God, just yeah. Saying, if you really want to see some really crappy fight choreography, that's where it is. Let's take him now? out of the shadows and let's put him in a stark white room and have him fight. You're like, he's like, like fucking red. Doesn't even, no, it's not so red. I remember that scene. So of course, you Batman blacked out that Superman. movie because that movie's bad. I like bad. all the Dark Knight movies. Yeah, Fred. I like them all. No one's fantastic. I like them all. I, I don't get me wrong. I liked it too. That's why it was so hard to believe that he fucked the third one so bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember. Why don't you go by your real name, Robin? <laughs> <laughs> 
so good, man. Everybody's like, maybe they'll keep going, but they're not going to fucking go in anywhere. I did with only this. watch it once, uh, but I, I liked it overall. I'm a little forgiving on stuff like that, you know. Like uh, I, one of my favorite. What about movies, Batman v Superman? Huh? What about yeah, Batman v, v, v Superman? Superman? You know, it's funny. Never watched it because everybody. Yeah, was. Fran. Dude. I'll tell you why. Everybody said it was terrible. You, me, the ultimate cut. You got three hours. Let's I go. went. <laughs> and then Let's go. we're going to binge Lord of the Rings. I'm yeah, going to make you watch Because he was Jimmy Olsen, you know? They didn't know. <laughs> they, they didn't play it up enough. Jimmy Olsen in the very beginning. You'll see. You'll see. They, they have like a whole hour on just Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. the first hour of the movie. <laughs> really getting you into the scene. Anyway, I, I digress. Bat, Batman in Fortnite. It's a big deal, too, because, I mean, I may be wrong in this. I've been a little more out of the loop on Fortnite recently, but they have a reveal first, and then, you know, I guess, I don't know when it would come. Like, Oh, no, this shit's dropping tomorrow. You think, well, they got the video premiere goes up at 8 a.m., so when does the content come out? 8.05. 8.30. Oh, I oh, think they it'll fl- be they, something like it's that. It's Batman Day. You have to flip the switch. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But see, the reason I bring this up is normally it goes out very early in the morning. Yeah, it's like 3 or 4 Eastern. in the morning. Okay. So, I mean, it is I mean, it is close, though. 5 a.m. our time, uh, Pacific time, is when it goes out. So, anyway, I guess, yeah, keep your uh, ears peeled. Your ears, I was trying to make up, yeah, yeah Batman thing, because yeah. bats don't really have ears, do they? have, like, holes. What? Echolocation. What? There it is. <laughs> keep it on your do. radar. There you go. There you there go. Good you one. Go. Keep it on your bat radar. Sonar. I almost I mean? caved on that first idea. God, that's good. <clears throat> All right. Stop me, Greg. I hope <laughs> I don't get arrested for pedophilia. What? That wasn't like even them. a pun. Well, because Commissioner Gordon arrests people. Right. All right. Batman arrests people. Right? <laughs> <Sure. I say. laughs> Maybe it's time for the next story. No, no, no. Right? I, but for real, I, like my question about this is: Is it going to bring? You, I know you like that. He's got, like, a I, I got a Batman mug. I just got it. I just got it. Are is are you going to buy this? Would you buy these skins? Is it going to bring you back to Fortnite? What's last time you played I, Fortnite? Well, the nice part is uh, I hopped into Pandora very briefly and checked mm-hmm. it out, um, mm-hmm. and you know I got destroyed pretty fast. So I, I <laughs> kind of rusty. I know. Well, it's rough on PC too. But uh, anyway, I I like Fortnite. I've got too much to play, but I do always drop in for these events. So I'll be dropping in. Yeah, just like mess around in Gotham for a few. I don't know. That I'll buy the skins. I just really? honestly. Money wise, I'm not playing it enough to show that, dude. Off right but that's now. the thing for me, where I, you know, my last binge of Fortnite was Christmas Break, where I, I just played it. It's the only thing I played yeah. over a break, and I played a lot of it. And then when they, when uh, Endgame came around and they dropped uh, Avengers stuff, I went and bought it. Uh, yeah, like, that mode. I know I'll be back to Fortnite one day, so I went yeah. in and bought like the Star Lord skin and all that jazz. And then in Black Widow. And then now that we're here, I'm like, if it's Batman, I gotta you go. Have to, and, like, yeah. this, and like, I didn't even buy like the gliders and shit. I just bought the skins. This time around, I will buy everything. Barrett, are you buying everything tomorrow? You gotta buy it's everything. It's gonna be about Barrett, thirty bucks. This weekend is Link's Awakening weekend, Greg. Yep. I'm not saying are you going to play it. I'm saying are you going to turn it on and buy this stuff? And buy this stuff. That, that would require me to download Fortnite again. Oh, what is so difficult about that? Now here's what I'm gonna tell you: you, you can have just the internet, on your phone. That's what I do a lot of times. Download mm. on the phone, then I can use that as my marketplace. Then yeah. I just have everything. Yep. Mm. Phone. You can do it during work, is what he's saying. What is that, Greg? It's a phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, he's not going to be at work tomorrow. I, it, it is usually 20, 30 bucks for all this stuff. It's a serious investment to get all the premium stuff normally. Um, but now that you're saying it, dang it, I kind of want it. Why do we do this? We're over here, you know, we talked on Gamescast this week about, like, well, is Link's Awakening worth a $60 price tag? And, you know, Tim loves it. And meanwhile, I'm over here all like, ah, I don't know. Nintendo has sixty dollars for this. Right? Yeah, Frame rate could have been better. You no, know. I'm just a sucker. This is. I mean, and you're I'll putting, spend thirty bucks. You're putting DC <laughs> content in Fortnite. Yeah. I will give you everything in hopes that we get more and more and more of it. 
But wait, what do you consider the content? I mean, it's mostly a bunch of skins, and then, yeah, they theme out the city a little bit. Yeah. Will they do anything special? I'm saying all their microtransactions for Batman I will yeah. buy. Yes. <laughs> that is what I'm saying. Content. Full, full, st- full stop. You look different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, if I can look like Batman running around. Yeah. You know I'm not I mean? hating on the event, though. I think it's really cool that they're, man, they have the clout to do all this stuff. It seems like they can almost do anything they want at this point with their, their audience reach and now the experience they have. They must have, you know, how long has this been lined up for? Eight months, six months? Sure. Yeah. Like, think of what's out on the horizon. Um, it's, it's crazy. So, you can't stop Fortnite. Speaking of the horizon, Gregway, uh, number two on the Roper Report, The Last of Us Part 2 is officially part of State of Play next week, Tuesday, the 24th, at 1 p.m. Uh, Neil Druckmann himself uh, tweeted out this image. First off, there's an image that Naughty Dog put up, right? It's like a motion graphic. It's uh, Ellie's knife standing yeah. there, and then it says, you know, State of Play, and then uh, September 24th, and then it has 1 p.m. Neil uh, put it out and it said, we've been silent for too long. It's time to put an end to that. Fuck yeah. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, forgot or missed Games Daily yesterday, uh, Sid Schumann over on the PlayStation blog put up a post and it said, Hi all, excited to share the first details on PlayStation's next state of play, which will air Tuesday, September 24th at 1 p.m. Pacific time. We are preparing a pretty hefty show, weighing in at around 20 minutes and sporting a fresh new look. And we'll have some great news to share with you, including new game reveals, new content from PlayStation's worldwide studios, and a host of other updates. Should be fun. Oh, and it probably bears mentioning, don't expect any updates related to our next-gen plans in this episode. Sorry, PS5. Womp, womp, you'll, you'll no matter how much people want to jump on it. That's right. Uh, I'm just excited about this fresh new look. You know, I was mm-hmm. kind of, uh, uh, I always was fine with State of Play, but that was one of my biggest commentaries. I'm like, you could do so much with all this. and it's, like, It was just a little, like, brand-safe feeling. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and just, I don't know. It, I think it needs a cooler vibe. So I hope it's getting it and sure as heck bringing last to look, the man. table. Fresh should. new look. That's that's the edge you need right there. <laughs> yeah, again, if you missed again yesterday the show, we're talking about the fact that on Tuesday, while like literally this is at one o'clock, at one thirty is my uh my I'm at the Last of Us Part Two media event in LA. Oh yeah, and there's a morning nice. session that's already happening. So it's a weird mashup and that would let us all yesterday the hype, uh, the uh, conversation was of course, well, we're gonna get a release date, right? Yeah. Is that that's good finally that, this beat will be hey, Tuesday, here's the release date, then hey, when the embargo's up for Last of Us Part Two, here's the impressions, here we go with that. What is your current release date prediction from Greg Miller? I think that February rumors make sense. <clears throat> the February rumor from, or what, earlier this year? I thought I remembered that. Yeah. Just put it on Valentine's Day at this point. It's so Friday. I mean, honestly, that's, I think that's a really good fit for it. Yeah. Outside Friday. of the fact that it's Valentine's Day. but it, Yeah, but, you know, make it a enough, dark. Enough people, I think, played that game with their partner next to them. Yeah. Where I think that that actually is a actually Yeah, and I mean, sense. we know that it has, you know, obviously tons of relationship themes and stuff in the game. Yeah. So there, there's an angle there. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, regardless, just that's the second week in February, and you can do some fun marketing with it. And, yeah. And then I don't have to go out on a Valentine's You don't have to feel bad. I'm like, sorry. I'm playing The Last of Us You're like, by you, myself you, you in a dark You throw your room. little black book away. You know what I mean? You don't need it. You got The Last of Us Part 2. You're all set. Exactly. You have a date with Joel and Ellie. Oh, yeah. There, yeah, there exactly. it is. Three-way. As I was trying to come up okay. with something. Yeah, yeah. Let's move a on. Fransom. What? What's wrong, Barrett? They're not blood-related. I've been watching a lot of Pornhub <laughs> since the Borderlands <laughs> thing yesterday. We got those Pornhub Borderlands stats yesterday. I saw, that's right. I saw that. that was Dude, funny. I didn't put on the Roper Report. Barrett, do you want me to put on the Roper Report? The Borderlands, the Borderlands porn searches? Stats? Please, for the fuck of God, no. I mean, you can go they to Twitter.com slash Game Over Greg if you want to see the Borderlands Pornhub uh, statistics that Pornhub yeah. released. People on Pornhub, Randy for the Borderlands news. Yeah. Randy. See, it's, it's, it was kind of a... Uh, he just because his name's Randy. 
I thought it you're was trying like, to make like an Austin Powers, or like Randy, like a yeah. horny joke. Yeah, are you Randy? Man, Never we mind. are at the end of a week. Yep. We are at the end of a week, ladies. I'm and trying, Greg. This you is know, where I we're at. We're the pitchers, and we're just throwing junk. That's what it. do you got? And they're just knocking That's them out of the park, hitting some dingers. <laughs> Number three on the Roper Report. A French court says Steam users can resell their games. This is Matt Wales at Eurogamer. A court in France has ruled that Steam users have the right to resell their games following a case brought against the digital storefront giant by consumer group UFC Q Charles in 2015. I'm sorry, Jen. I don't know how to speak French still. The consumer group initially brought the case to the District Court of Paris, as reported by French websites Next Impact and Numera, uh, in order to contest the legality of certain clauses within Steam subscriber agreement under European law. Of primary concern was the UFC's belief. <laughs> I'm just shortening it, and it's not the fighting. People. I keep thinking that's what I'm picturing. Is UFC's belief that uh, digital games should, like their physical counterparts, be eligible for resale. Ultimately, judges agreed with the organization using a 2012 European court ruling, parentheses, which said that a, trans a tr transaction for digital goods still implies the transfer of the right ownership uh, as the basis for its decision, saying that Valve, quote, can no longer oppose the resale of this copy, even if the initial purchase is made by downloading, end quote. Valve's terms attempted to frame a sale as a subscription to a product. But the court ruled that users were, in fact, purchasing licenses, enabling European law to come into play. A number of, of other rulings were made in favor of the UFC, too, with the court proclaiming that 14 clauses in Valve's Steam subscriber agreement could not be enforced. For instance, judges said Valve cannot legally keep the contents of Steam Wallet's funds after a user leaves the platform, and users should be reimbursed when requested. Additionally, it said that Valve should accept responsibility when software used on its platform harms a user, even if it's in beta, should reduce its claim on mods and user-created content, and must be clear about the ways players can lose access to their Steam library for poor conduct. If Valve refuses to abide by the ruling and post the French court's decision to Steam within a month, it will have to pay a fine of €3,000 per day for up to six months. With this success in the bag, the UFC uh, says it plans to take action against other platforms and projects, uh, or products, I should say. Although it's worth noting that the case isn't closed yet. Valve still has the right to appeal, and Doug Lombardi told PC Gamer in a statement following the ruling that's exactly what the company plans to do. Quote, we disagree with the decision of the Paris court of first instance and will appeal it, said Lombardi. The decision will have no effect on Steam while the case is on appeal. Big news there, Fran. It is. I mean, this only applies to France, though, right? Right now. Right now. Yeah, I mean, it's a precedent. This is, this is, yeah, exactly. This is just like the loot box stuff, right? Canary yeah. in the coal mine. When that started going down that hill, people had to get out of the way of it and try to change it up and get yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> I want to make sure I get this right. I really respect and support the idea that if you buy something, it's your right to sell it again. That being said... I actually really don't like used games. I think we have mm. – it's hard to keep developers in business. I know it's easy to look at a $60 game, though, especially for the, the profitable companies like Valve who you know are sitting on stuff like Dota, and they have tons of money. But in general practice, like I hate the idea that I've used this. It's like, yeah, you have this piece of art, and then you quickly burn through it, and I'm just going to resell it. Like That's what happens, and sometimes it happens too quick sometimes, in other words, right? Like yeah. You play it for a few days, and – you take it back and like, um, I, I don't know. I just, I just generally don't like it. I don't buy used games. It's, it is 
it's a practice. I mean, yeah. I try to get them for free all the time, but um, to to get them when it's through, you know, I'm trying to run my own business here. I understand. But, when, you, <laughs> when you do buy it, you go to epicgamescom slash creator code Fran Miravella, right? I no, I told you. Well, good thing it, there it was, was no Valve creator. But it was also just funny of like the argument of like, uh, oh, I don't like used games because I like supporting dev- the developer and stuff of the like, but I also try to get them for free. But, you know but what I'm th- that was the joke and the disclosure, mm-hmm. meaning of, mm-hmm. I'm always talking about, man, I wish I could get a code because I'm just trying to save money right now. Um, no, I get run it. run a profitable vid business but in general no always when i buy a game like i'm looking to buy it full price that's me uh what do you, how do you feel greg no i do the same thing and it's this is one of Music, those same thing conversations that has been go- going on for years right and i feel like i talked about it yesterday with the white phosphorus debate from Modern oh Warfare, yeah sure. right of as an industry and an art form and a community I want us, as best as we can, I hope the show does this, to move away from binary, yes, no, right, wrong, blah, blah, right? In, in, what is the gray area? Mm-hmm. And growing up, when it was, hey, I'm trying to play as many games as I can, I was, I was definitely the household of, uh, or the gamer of, all right, cool, I've beaten these games, I'm done with this console, I'm going to go sell it to Funkaland, I'm going to go oh, sell yeah. it to EB, I'm going to buy something else. If I was buying an older game, maybe I would buy used. I sold oh, my games I back too, all the when time. I was younger. But there did come, and I mean, even when we, I was at IGN, when I started at IGN, and I was fucking broke as a joke, right? Totally, yeah. I remember the old days uh, with uh, Roper, right? Yeah. And this is a different time and a different IGN, so everybody calm down. But I remember when I was, worry, I, was there. I, I was tasked with organizing <laughs> the PS2 library. Oh, God. And I did it, and I started noticing how many duplicates we had. Oh, yeah. And I went over to Roper, and I was like, can we just have one can of these? I, yeah. No, 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 no. I was oh. like, hey, can I, so we have a lot of duplicates. He's like, I know. I'm like... So if I took them all to the side, oh no, and we took them to GameStop say. and oh, sold no. them, could I buy a PS3? Because I couldn't afford a PS3. I was on the PS3 team. Yeah, and Roper was like, "Sure, but I, we split it." And I'm like, "Deal." <laughs> <laughs> right? And it was like totally a different time and different thing. But in that place in my life, to afford the next generation console, living in yeah. San Francisco, starting in a new thing, right? You were yeah. reinvesting it in the industry at least, of know, course. So but I mean, that, that it, it was the thing that eventually I feel like I got comfortable enough that like today it was like, "Oh, Untitled Goose Game is out." Okay, cool. I didn't hit everything for a code. I just went to the eShop and bought the damn game. It's for 15 yeah. bucks, right? Like, cool. I'm ready to go. When it is that, I, I do this a lot with the games we do get codes mm-hmm. for, right? Where if I get a game and enjoy it enough, like, and I, you know, Gone Home is always the example, but I've done it since then. But, uh, you know, oh, cool. And then somebody's like, oh, I'd love to play it, but I don't have it. I'll try to get buy them that game or whatever. You know, I'll do those one-offs yeah. and something like that. I do try to buy you oh, new yeah. when I go. I do buy new when I go out. I haven't bought a used game. Yeah, like I, I stopped uh, asking for codes many years at the tail end of my career at IGN. I mean, I'm talking half decade yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. or more. I would, it wouldn't even bother. I would always buy games. I was buying extra games, you know, giving them away. So when, when I had the funds to do it, like mm-hmm. 100%. In, in fact, yeah, I very often do that. If I got a code on the off chance, I'd give it to somebody. I would buy it. It was just sort of my practice. Yeah. But yeah, when you're saving money, it's a different equation. And you're right. Like, I'm not judging you know, if you make that decision, cool. If you want to buy a used game, that, that's your prerogative. If you want to sell a game to someone who wants to buy Well, it, that's why And then we drift into this conversation of, like, the, it's with digital being brand new, and I use brand new loosely, but you know what I mean in terms of the long game here of how we've been consuming games for decades, digital still being a new frontier. It is interesting that I w- I've never been – I've never bristled at, okay, cool, I, I buy the digital license, and now it's just mine. That's how it is. I, yeah. I can't resell it. I can't do it. And when people have made that argument before, it's interesting to listen to. Reading this uh, uh, ruling from France, right, it's the same thing. Of like, well, I guess that is true. Like, I guess it is weird that I'm going and do this. Of course, there's terms of service, right? This mm-hmm. gets into when message boards delete something, and somebody's like, what about free speech? And it's yeah. like, 
free speech applies to you being on the sidewalk in America, not you being in this thing where you've signed right. up and agreed to, you know, the EULA, the terms of service, the whatever you want to call it. Like, there's a different argument there for that. And yeah. the same thing of there's a different argument for Steam, which is why it's going to be monumental if this holds and France does that. I want to bring in a mm-hmm. conversation piece from Frank. Nice name. Furter. Yep. Frank I broke Furter. it up. Good. When it was Good. one word, it was fine. Then I split it in two to yeah, put it on I, a smaller I, thing. And then I was like, wait, what? Frank Furter writes in and says, Good morning, Fran and Greg. Holy cow, Batman, what is going on in France? The reselling of digital games? This would benefit the consumer, sure. But think about the repercussions it would mean for everyone else. Would this force Sony and Microsoft to have to let players sell their digital games? Would digital sales happen less often or more to beat demand? Would devs get any sort of income back from these resells? Are we living in anarchy, I tell you? Are we all living in anarchy, I tell you? Steam has some finagling to do, but what do you think comes out on top? Yep. The state here, yeah. statement here, right, is that UFC Q uh, says it plans to take action against <laughs> other platforms and products, which 100% means that if this sticks, they're going for PlayStation. They are going to go for Xbox. Yeah. It's and the, then it is going to be a It's the first whoa. domino of the fall. Right. Yeah. It, it's interesting. I, I also think Frank brings up a good point that's been on my mind, too. It's like, okay, well, if it's all getting officialized, then, you know, do the do we get to the point that developers are getting cuts of resales too? Yeah. To um make sure that yeah, they get their part of it. Um And that gets to be such a sticky situation. Right. And how it's, do you do that? And how like you're talking about like and I'm stupid. Everyone knows that, right? I was talking about I don't understand business. I definitely don't understand online infrastructure. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if this came through like if this sticks, I imagine what happens is Steam and everybody else halt sales digitally in France because PlayStation can't flip a switch tomorrow to make it like, cool, we've now got a way built in that you can well, resell your licenses. But, that, but that's the crazy part is that the, and the pushback will be is if this gets bigger. It's like, yeah, like, look, you can't – it's a nice idea and all, and I'm sure the courts don't care. But, like, techn- technically speaking, yeah, you can't – okay, you got to have a system of deactivating license, reselling and activating yeah. a new license. How all the, I don't even know that that's built. Um, <clears throat> like, I think the current practice would be, yeah, they'd have to deactivate your game. Uh, make sure that works and it's 100% there. And then keep your saves probably in case you buy it again. Who yeah. knows? Then give you know the person you sold it to a brand new license out of the new codes. Or who knows? Um, but th- th- those systems probably don't exist for any of these. And that would be the thing that I think would stall this so fast would be like, oh, yeah. cool, even if you do that, like just, we don't have that. Just adding a button to the store alone. Like look, we've, no, we've yeah. been around websites and product and that stuff takes forever. But I mean, you know. It's starting, something's starting, and it's only in France right now as well. So, but if, but th- that is also the interesting part is like, it's still Steam in France, right? It's not like, meaning it's not an actual corner store in France. That's the irony of all this. It's, it's it is Steam. Steam. Yeah, yeah. So, product wise, regardless, if you got to make these changes infrastructurally as you're getting at, doesn't matter that it's just in one country. And it would be that concern, so. yeah, that if it happens here, it's going to happen somewhere else. They're, yeah. they're going to do this, and it would fall that way. It'll be yeah. interesting to see how it nets out. Yeah, I, I again, I'm more worried about the, if it gets forced, the, the principle, again, I support. It's like, I bought something, I want to resell. That's, that should be my yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whether it's a piece of art or not, that's my business. However, uh, it's a, been a problem in the industry that uh, people just want to buy the used games. And they wait, wait till it's on sale, and it becomes a strategy versus supporting you know, the developers, and then we run into all kinds of situations with people going out of business or and not getting paid And that's enough the other the scary thing about this, and I'm not, and I don't know, like, right, it's capitalism and all these different things in a free market, all the other shit that I don't really remember, the invisible hand, <laughs> right, the checks and balances, I'm not sure. But it would then be the concern that, right, that if this did happen, 
and I don't think you'd see developers getting a cut out of it. I don't think you'd see publishers getting a cut out of it. If it was just that, suddenly the GameStop, you know, used bin that's $15 less is online. So many people would use that that you do start to wonder of what the chilling effect would be. Because you already see it with people not buying an indie game. Oh, I missed, I we talking about yesterday with Imran. Oh, I missed the zeitgeist of this game. I'll wait for a sale. I'll wait for PlayStation Plus. I'll wait for uh, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. But what's funny, you know, when you think about it, is, like, if this domino falls and more fall, well, the other dominoes that are going to fall are all the publishers and developers. They're now going to come after the – it would it's just be a huge mess, meaning Annapurna is going to come after and be like, wait, you can't resell our game. I'm going to appeal it. You got everybody, you know, intersecting on this one. Because, yeah. I mean, there's no way that they're going to let you resell their game digitally without getting a cut. But then their original contract doesn't say that because it's not allowed. It doesn't and that's, exist. And I, so. I, honestly, my my thoughts on this because uh, Frankfurter asked, like, who, what's going to happen here? I don't think the I don't think it holds in France. But the only reason I don't think it holds in France is just because it's so complicated, which isn't a legal bearing on why that wouldn't actually work. But I have to imagine. I don't. I, I it's it's not it's not think taking a step back from just games. Right, we're talking about music and everything you bought, comics, everything I buy digitally everywhere that I can't resell. So yeah, for, exactly. I like, feel like smarter people than us have had this conversation oh, and come down on this is why it's not going to happen that way. Yeah, like how? Do, what happens to music digital sales in France? You know what I mean? I don't think they do it. They just have baguettes. They just <laughs> exactly <laughs> so stick to it. But like, meaning, why is it? It's coming up with this, but like that would be my appeal. Part of my appeal, I'm sure. If I'm you know at Valve, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you have tons of digital sales of a creative art form. Yeah. I mean, uh, TV episodes, any number. Apple now is on the hook. I'd be like, why are you starting with us? Why are you, why are you pushing every- us around? Yeah, I'd be like, you want to do this? Get everybody in the room. This is absurd. Like, you're, you're Precedent, uh, you man, because then you could. If, you, if that's the thing about it is if this sticks, suddenly there's legal bearing to go after everybody and change it that way. Yeah, and it's funny. It's just because this consumer group brought it up. But, you know, maybe that's strategy. Damn Valve- Dana White and his UFC French division. You know what I mean? Valve just needs to start a consumer group and get <laughs> they need to bring the same case against other companies and make it a, a hot mess until they just give up. But anyway, uh, again, I, I, I support the idea, which that's the irony. I'm like, yeah, I think you should be able to do it, but like, uh, not until you sort all this other stuff. And that's out. the thing about it. Again, as we talk about this gray area, is like on paper when you talk about it, I'm like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But yeah. then you look at it, I'm like, well, I don't want to see everything fucking yeah, collapse like, upon itself. Like, what if I, you know, have not thought this through? But I'm like, what so if what you the, can't? N- nobody thinks this show through. We just come out here and talk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you always get thrown under the bus. I'm worried about it. But um, what if you can't resell your stuff for 30 days, as an example? Like, mm. they, there's got to be limits on the stuff. Again, those are more what I think about are the people that buy a game, they return it in few days well or they just resell it in days after and that really sucks for the developers especially on smaller games so yeah it's interesting and i guess you know in order to contest legality of certain clauses within steam's subscriber agreement under european law so it might also be that thing that american law doesn't have you know that we're okay with you saying you signed away all your rights by coming in here and, right. and agreeing to be on this platform Anything goes over here. It's the Wild West still, I think. Dude, right? you know what I saw over here on the way here? This guy riding a motorcycle, two syringes in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anything can happen in America. Good God, that's horrifying. That's not how, that's not, I didn't see that, everybody. You Honestly, that. in San Francisco, I would have believed you. <laughs> I'm like, not, I half believed him. Have yeah. you watched uh, The Last Black Man in San Francisco? No. 
I have. I know think you. I, I know heard you of it. Yeah. yeah. You should watch it. It's really good. But there's a great what? scene of uh, the guy who's a skateboarder, right, sitting at the bus stop, and a dude God. in the Castro, this naked guy, comes up and sits down next to him. He's an old man, naked, puts down his little like doily so he can sit on the be- the stop, and they're just sitting there, and it's totally like is something you and I would see every day in yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. And one of those like motorized trolleys that you know you can like mm-hmm. drive drive. Runs, rolls up and it's a bunch of drunk like tech bros on it and yeah. they all start screaming this guy fucks this guy fucks the guy Shh. and as they roll away the naked guy just turns to the skater he's just like this fucking city <laughs> <laughs> and it's like such a great like the clash That's of cultures in San Francisco at the moment of like yeah. people moment. who've been here forever there's like an accepted level of weirdness yeah. and then like but they, tech they're, bros. they're the idiots yeah. on the nothing drive. made me ever I don't think cringe more than that scene because it's really it's fucking real yeah. Oh, the whole movie's fucking real. Yeah, like I, I, for real, like the ending of them on the Muni. Yeah, when those two women are like, ah, this fucking city. I you hate. don't get I, to hate San Francisco. It, it, he's like, excuse me, do you love San Francisco? Or you don't get or to hate you, San Francisco? Yeah, you're not like, from do you here. Do you love San Francisco? You can't. You can't hate San Francisco until you love it. And I was like, that's like the most honest fucking thing I've ever heard about the yeah, city. That's solid. Number four. Sorry, we'll stop talking about San Francisco. <laughs> Number four, Minecraft is getting a character creator. This is Alicia Judge over at IGN.com. Minecraft is introducing an in-game character creator that lets players customize their avatars, hairstyle, skin color, and body shape. As announced in the Minecraft beta's 1.13.0.15 patch notes, there'll be over 100 free customization items alongside extra accessories created by the development team available for purchase. The creator appears to be freshly detailed, or fairly detailed, sorry, with the notes prompt promising options to design, quote, body size and shape, limb replacement and tweaking of eyes, mouth, hairstyles and colors, facial hair and skin tones. Previously, custom skins were created outside the game and imported in and imported in were the only way to personalize your Mm. avatar. That approach is still allowed in classic skins tab where players can upload them the same way they did before. Fran, you called this one out. Thanks for finding that one for me. Yeah, you know, I'm not a Minecraft player. It's just a time thing. I know I'd really enjoy Minecraft. In fact, uh, recently, a lot of people started playing it again, and I was like, ooh, I might, might have to hop in. I'm waiting for the HDR, uh, D, you know, the ray tracing stuff that they're adding, is what I meant to say. Fucking nerd. Uh, PC. Man. Oh, dude, have you you've seen this, Greg? Have you seen well, this they trailer? Ki- they, killed, they killed the super high-res texture pack, right? And then now, this is the, extra, the next thing. I didn't know that they killed that, but uh, maybe. That is correct. Maybe. But it, gives, it does sort of do this. But anyway, it's a beautiful, like, everything's, like, reflective. And, I mean, it's still, like, this low po- polygonal world. Everything squares and bits but uh anyway i digress um tons of my minecraft players so this is a big moment you know when you look at funny looking at the patch number you're like this game has been around a long time when are they gonna go to a two i mean i guess when it's officially minecraft two so no never stick to i mean it's funny that the patch though is still one so minecraft's long promise super duper 4k graphics pack is canceled that is uh, when did when did that story that is august 13th 2019 oh but you're not wrong because i remember that happening and then tim showing me a video yeah it's it you okay? Yeah. Ray tracing stuff where it was like it's two different conversations, but yeah, heads up. Uh, but it looks beautiful. So anyway, meaning I'll probably play it around then. I think more character creation is obviously better. And I'm surprised it, they didn't do it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, yeah. you know, me and Brian played uh, uh, Minecraft for a long time at IGN, and I played it on Vita for a long time. And I, every so often, I'll tinker with it on the Switch. But I, I never thought about the fact that there wasn't like a true in-game here's how you create your character outside of having to go make a skin yep so yeah. get on them and, and exactly you don't want to have to bounce outside the game use a different tool re-upload i mean it is the minecraft community so they're very savvy at it yeah but and it's awesome that they're still supporting it and not like trying to replace and that. also hey shout out to so. minecraft for still being so goddamn popular oh yeah sat down next to a kid on the bus the other day he was just still watching minecraft videos just watching. and he wasn't even like a kid kid he was like you know in his teens like, eh, what do you right. think the over under over under is on minecraft searches on pornhub greg 
<laughs> oh, I'm sure they're good. They a lot of creeper porn on it. A lot of creeper <laughs> porn. Baron, are we not adults? Show. Can we not have adult conversations on the show? Barrett, you swear all the time. You swear this, all this the time. This makes you uncomfortable. I saw you smoke drugs before you came in here today. <laughs> that's that's nah, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't smoke drugs. I don't even really smoke a cigarette. He did, he did, you know he, that Greg doesn't either. He doesn't smoke drugs. Just sounds like I, I have no you idea how to do most drugs. I inject drugs. Remember Greg. the suicide? You, remember the you only mainline. <laughs> he only mainlines everybody. Uh, I, I did interrupt Barrett's uh, Blink-182 album review. Uh, you can yeah. catch that on Instagram.com. I posted that video, and someone said, why do you look like you're being caught by a parent? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had the time to watch it. I'm glad you did. Uh, Number five, uh, gamesindustry.biz held its annual uh, work awards, the best places to work awards. We thought, since there's never enough good news on the show, I'll give nice. you some good news and stuff and give some shouts to good people. Positivity. <laughs> Christopher Dring wrote this, and I'm pulling it, of course, from gamesindustry.biz. The winners of the third Games Industry Biz Best Places to Work Awards have been revealed. This is UK, of course. Uh, the best places to work in the UK video games industry are Big Pixel Studios, Creative Assembly, Criterion, uh, or, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, D3T, uh, Delala, Electric Square, Fail Better Games, which is a great name, uh, Hammerhead VR, Hangar 13, Lucid Games, Media Molecule, uh, Moji Works, Natural Motion, No Code, uh, Playground Games, Rare, Space Ape Studios, Studio Gobo, two, Unit 2 Games, and Unity. At the event, GamesIndustry.biz also revealed the winners of a number of special awards around education, health and well-being, corporate social responsibility, and diversity. It also named the number one scoring small slash mid-sized, I'm sorry, number one scoring small, mid-sized, and large studios. The winners were the Corporate Social Responsibility Award in partnership with Special Effect for companies that support charities and the wider games business went to Jagex. Is that how I say that one? I don't know. Jagex. 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 Probably Jagex. The Health and Well-Being Award for companies who support their staff's physical and mental welfare, Mediatonic. Uh, the Diversity Award for companies that encourage a diverse workforce in games, Media Molecule. Uh, the Education Award for companies that support schools, universities, and colleges, Creative Assembly. Uh, that's where Tom, uh, Tom works, right? Creative Assembly? The Tom... Uh, kind of funny best friend? Hawkins? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm 99% uh, sure it's Tom. I'm just trying to remember what Creative on. Assembly does, and it's... Uh, the strategy game for Sega. Uh, oh, uh, Total War. Total, Total, Total War, yeah. Total War, yeah, 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 exactly, yep. exactly. Yep. Yes. I mean, it's, I'm surprised you know that's big on PC, right next to oh, uh, yeah, no. fucking Minesweeper. <laughs> uh, the best small company, the highest scoring company under 50 employees was Dalala Studios. The best mid-sized company, the highest scoring company under 200 employees was Space Ape Games. The best large company, the highest scoring company over t- with over 200 employees was Playground Games. And then the UK's best boss was none other then Siobhan Reddy over at Media Molecule. Shout out to all of them. Doing good yeah. stuff. I didn't yeah. know Hangar 13 was still around, to be honest. I did not either until yeah. I read they were one of the best places to work. Yeah, like I thought for some reason they had like uh, been shut down or something after Mafia 3. But That's I guess, what I thought, too. Yeah, but I, I guess they're Apparently still around. Not, right fucking still fucking good up. for them. Hangar 13, developers of Mafia 3. Yep. They're up to something. But isn't it, are we thinking of the right thing? Is hey. Because Hangar 13, I thought... No, oh, no yeah, there it is. Yeah, Hangar did. 13 is in Brno, Brighton, Prague, and Nevada. Interesting. They're all over the fucking place. Wow. Let's click on studios here for Hangar 13. Um, yeah, Brighton, that's, that's in England. Lo- located just 45 minutes via train from London, Brighton is one of UK's most diverse and downright interesting cities. Sat around... Hold on, does it talk about the studio? <laughs> well, let's just tell me about Brighton. <laughs> all right, cool. Good enough for me. I'll take it. Whatever. Cool. And then home. You got a you gotta tab about games? Because what else are they working on? Kindoffunny.com slash... 
You're wrong. I think email. they did like some Borderlands it's all stuff just mafia at one point. Stuff. Yeah, they're just doing a lot of port work and help. I think so. Okay. Well, Mafia uh, Three. Mafia Three. Not did you bad. play it? Yeah. You like it? I would. I would say I could again. I could see the argument. It might be one of the best stories of this generation. This like console generation. But it was like a lot of backtracking and like. Yeah, the time. the gameplay design wasn't great. Like the like um, like open worldness of it was lame. But I really like that story. That sucks. Right? I hate it when there's a good yeah. story embedded in a game that. And it was buggy play. as all fuck when it launched. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah. watching Colin play it, and I was like, because we were both excited for it. He's like, yeah. oh man, I'm like, fuck. Uh, Alex Russ Zero Syndicate wrote into kindoffunny.com slash wrong. It says it's pronounced Jagex, uh, the company behind RuneScape, the browser based MMO. Borzen says Hangar 13 did all the 4K texture packs for Borderlands 2 and the pre sequel. Huh. Uh, and then speaking of uh, 4Ks and stuff, uh, Nanobiology says the, Ma- the Minecraft ray tracing pack is set to be released within the next year. No yeah, date, yeah, so. we don't have a date yet. So I, I hate not time. having dates. What he's saying, Greg, you have time to pick out a PC. We work Throw together. Throw out the fucking window. Yep. Jen got a PC, you know. You're a PC player. Jen got a new PC, so I got now I got to share my bedroom with this fucking thing over here. It's all like I'm gonna I'm gonna ex- Excel. That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get out of here. This guy's a faker, man. He's like you know he's like you know how much Greg loves wrestling. Yeah. He's the character. The truth is, one of these days we're gonna expose you for the PC player you are. We know you go home. Well, that's 100 with your ray tracing, your DLSS, and your anti-aliasing upgrades. Oh my god! I, you know how much I love a good anti-aliasing. You know what yeah. I mean? There's no, I love sitting in a chair, a really uncomfortable chair at a desk <laughs> Just when I'm at tune home. In your advanced Not being able to set. touch Portillo. It's great. That's right. You know what I mean? We're going to expose him. <sighs> Fran, easy player he is. I have been waiting years for you to expose me. <laughs> God. That day is still so far away. This is a sexual show. <laughs> yeah, uh, if I want to know more uh, about what was coming to the Mom and Grab shops today, where can I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Out today. Uh, first off, we missed this yesterday, right? So I wanted to put this in there. Uh, you tossed me, Fran. Uh, I'm reading from Polygon where Austin Goslin says, Remnant from, a- from the Ashes has a new dungeon. The latest patch, which Get came out it. Thursday afternoon, added the Leto's Lab dungeon to the game as well. It's making a few balance and quality of life changes. Jared Leto in there. Interesting. He's no, reprising <laughs> his role as the Joker, everybody. We're all very, very uh, Not that way. That uh, game's really cool. Uh, so is it? if you haven't played it, check it out. But also, yeah, I wanted. To I was very it. confused. I, don't be wrong. I love you sending links for kind of funny games daily. But I yeah. saw it and it was like they release a they release um a new dungeon and belly flop. And I saw like, oh, that. Oh, they fucked up. And then it's like no, there's like a move oh. in the game that's a belly flop. I'm like, oh, that's funny. You thought All right, like, totally. They flopped. I see. Uh, Untitled Goose Game is out on Switch, PC, and Mac finally. Right, Barrett. Yeah, the biggest release of the day, Barrett. No. What's wrong? Uh, Rebound Dodgeball Evolved is on Xbox One and PC. NPC. Skybolt Zack is on Switch and PC. The Sojourn is on PC, uh, P- PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Niflheim is on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. Reign of Reflections is on PC. Ninu Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch is on PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC. Greg, I have a question for you. Yeah. On this one. Did you play the first one? Ninu? Yeah. Only a couple hours at the beginning. Liked oh, okay. it, but then got it was too mm, big. Yeah, it's on that, Switch now, which is exciting. Yeah, that's the that was the question of if I should pick it up at one point. It's too busy right now. Too way too fucking Dude, busy. Th- right, uh, right now, are you kidding me? There's so yeah. many goddamn games out. Yeah. Insane. Well, fucking Borderlands, fucking Link, Goose. The Apple. Legend of Zelda. Link's yeah. Awakening's on Switch today. Fuck yeah. Heck yes. That's are you, are, so what are you doing? Are you just get, getting a pizza and packing it in and just going to play that all weekend? Tonight and tomorrow. I, I'm hoping to beat it by tomorrow late afternoon. Wow. And you've never played it before, right? No. 
Wow. But I know it's like a it's like roughly if you're not if you're not one of these like slow video gamers like Tim who's like ah, I'm like 14 hours or so blah, 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 blah. I was like I, I know I can probably beat this shit in like 10. So huh? Okay. Good on you. Here's my thing. I'm I'm thinking I might hold it uh, until the flight to London. Oh, which is, there you go. Which November. is still a year, oh, well, a year, yeah, a year two. away. But London is so you, far away. But I've waited. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to go to a country when, more close. No, wait. Let me finish. If I wanted to know when kind of funny events are, where would I go? <laughs> you go to kindoffunny.com/events. Oh, um, by the kind of funny web. It's just like again, though, I'm just overloaded right now because yeah. I want to platinum Borderlands. Yeah. I want to get back in platinum control, but you mm. know both of those are going to be a bitch because there's so many games coming. Yeah. I want to play Link. I want to play Goose. I got a million games on Apple Arcade now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing all of that. Rewatching uh, fucking Breaking Bad before Just the movie comes. TV. It's not worth it. it You've seen it, Breaking Bad. You know, ding, 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 explosion. It's over. Boom. The, uh, no, okay. All right, Legend sorry. of Zelda Link's Awakening is on Switch. <laughs> Spellworm is on Switch. Island Maze is on Switch. Tidewag Vernimime is on Switch. I might have just summoned a demon. Uh, Zenith Switch. Uh, Beluxus is on PC. And then Borderlands 3 has some hot fixes Fran put in here. Uh, <laughs> and then it's just like this huge like list of stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's a we whole bunch choose. of hot fixes choose. are smaller than the big like giant patches or whatever. These are the ones that you can go to the game. What, what do you got? Oh, you're sorry. pointing. No, no, it's fine. I was just gonna. Are you gonna mention anything from him? I was. I don't know. I was gonna do. I, what do you got? You tell me. What, you put it in there. What's the biggest uh, stuff for you? Yeah. Well, uh, what I was gonna say is, if you want to check this stuff out, head to Borderlands.com. Go to the little news section under mm. media or something game. Uh, but anyway, under there you can find the info. But the the, the biggest thing probably uh, they are working on hotfix stuff or performance, and so some of that's still to come. But um, the loot adjustment. So. There's been a pretty big commentary going on. Sure. You just get like a lot of loot once you hit the mayhem, you know, modes. There's mayhem one, two, and three, right? The the bigger the difficulty, the more loot that's dropping. And it's like raining legendaries. And you're you're going to grind out some bosses, and people are like, Man, I'm getting like five legendaries in a run. And so anyway, they have adjusted that down. So I don't know what the results I didn't are. Get there in time. I did uh, uh hear from my uh co host, Hefty Teft, great guy, and he plays so much borderlands. He's probably sunk like almost hundred hours. Like yeah. he's nuts. Um, and he did try it last night, and he said that was the example he used. He went from like five legendaries to like three. So now that was a quick example, but um, doesn't seem like it's a huge nerf. In other words, but, I started playing uh, the Mayhem. I did Mayhem three for the first time last night. Oh, nice! And fucking hard just for where I am because I'm level forty or whatever. Everybody's yeah. a bolt sponge, but yeah. then yeah, I was like opening boxes and getting like two thousand dollars out of them. Like yeah. fuck yes, you, yeah. And the experience levels are insane. Yeah, so it. worth play. But anyway, that that's a big change. And then, uh, what else was big in here? Um, I kind of just pulled from the very end there. So, yeah, it's more of the thing that like, if you're having performance problems, they're talking about it on the Borderlands show, literally as we do this right now, uh, yes. that they are on top of it. They're doing it. Big, a bigger, uh, the first big patch yeah. is coming later next week. Yeah, they adjusted a couple other things. Like, they're, like loot tanks were appearing in one area too yeah. often, which, of course, then you're farming loot tanks. And it's like, you're, you're in a way, I mean, this is what we do in these types of games. You're going to farm and exploit and we get what break you it. Yeah, of course, but so they're trying to balance that out and then also little things like iridium currency right was appearing to, uh, too often it was refreshing and so some uh, frankly is minor stuff the biggest yeah, change yeah. for me was the mayhem loot drops and so I'll be curious if the community feels it's right or it's still too plentiful but uh they can make changes super fast so I think that's really interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh new dates for you after party comes out October 29th. All right. Exactly. That's huge. I can't wait for that game. Another good spoopy game, right? Halloween time. We're going to yeah. be in hell. And it's going to so be it's about Ghostbusters. It's, it's Luigi's Mansion. It's After Party. It's Medieval. 
That's a good October. After Party is all about drinking, too. It so. is, I know. Yeah. I know. Big, yeah. big fan of that one, yeah. Fuck. I showed Janina Gavankar in it. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that's right. She's in um, After Party. That's awesome. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, deals of the day, I have none for you, but I have Reader Mail. But first, let me tell you about Reader Mail. You can write into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, where you can get the show ad-free. Speaking of ads, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by kindoffunny.com slash PAX Tournament. Uh, you've heard me talk about it all week, but we put up over the weekend the PAX Tournament. Of all of us playing a bunch of dumb games. Alex uh, Rubens getting hit in the head with a white claw, bleeding all over the place. <laughs> Snowbike Mike co-hosting with me. It's fantastic. Everybody go check it out. Greg rigged it, and I, I don't know. I don't want to try to spoil really what happened. I really can't help you that much. You know rigged, what I mean? Rigged it. Uh, have you done the Apple Arcade stuff yet? Yeah. The nanobiologist writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, hey, Greg and Fran. Greg, since you've had some time with Apple Arcade, what games have you tried so far? Are there some games that really stood out to you, but since you've tried it, you've deleted it? Are there others that you are now completely addicted to? I've been playing a lot of What the Golf and am loving the unique level designs they've implemented and can't wait to try out more. Fran, have you tried the service yet? And if so, what do you think about it? Oh, wow. Targeted at me. Thanks for checking first. That's why uh, I'm on the well, you know, one day I'll do it before we're live on the air, yeah. but, you know, I like so, to keep you on your toes. That's right. So we talked about it in Gamescast. I would yeah. encourage you to watch Gamescast because it got a little saucy. Discussion. Yeah, because uh, Tim was like, why? I don't know. Why should I even Tim's care? Like, I hate video games. I'm going to go build a bed. I'm like, what? It, the irony, right? He's gone today because he's getting an iPhone, right? And then he's like, I don't Why would I play games on my phone? You know? it's to, he actually so, does like games probably more than most of us. Yeah, oh, he games. plays tons of games. No, no, mobile oh, games. Because he was always the one who came on playing Kingdom Rush. I'm playing this. I'm doing that. See, that, that still escaped me in the show. But he it, well, it, it, it's, the show. A, it's a fascinating conversation. We get into it because we got into the idea of in-app purchases and where is the service headed. Anyway. Uh, watch that for detail. My quick review, now that I've got to touch it, is, uh, man, I just, still, the value's incredible. So, number one, for, oh, it's yeah. free this month. If you yeah. have the phone, you would be, I think, no, you'd be stupid. I normally would never say this to, to you as, as uh, people I respect in the gaming community, part of our family here, but uh, you'd be stupid not to try this because there's so many valuable games for free right now. Easy to cancel later if you're not interested, but it's also only five bucks. Anyway, there's a ton of good games. I played Sayonara uh, Wild Hearts Fuck yeah, dude. in bed on my phone. What a pleasure, man. Yeah. Uh, that's the type of game. I, I talk about this a lot when I'm on Gamescast, and I'm like, but where were you? What was your mindset? Where would you play this game? You know, and it is, it is like that for me. Like, I sit in front of my PC for these big AAA shooter, sure. whatever, deep games, uh, and so to be able to lean back in bed and just, like, Wild Hearts, it. right, if you didn't know, is is a is an album. It's meant to be played yeah. like an album you listen to yep. for music, right? Like a pop a pop album. So yep. it's beautiful, it's colorful, it's got these neons to it. I, I, Just I, vibing out. It's the perfect game, I think, for your phone in that respect. Yeah. No, don't get me wrong, it's on Switch, it's on a bunch of other stuff. I'm sure on a TV I got it's it for huge free. and looks beautiful. But yeah, <laughs> in terms of like, that's the kind of thing where I'm, if I'm stressed out, commuting, waiting at the DMV, whatever... Put that on and yeah, just listen to great tunes and do a really cool thing of collecting yeah. hearts. Awesome. That was super enjoyable. Uh, checked out Oceanhorn real fast. I have an iPhone XS. Performance wise, actually, it wasn't running as well as I maybe thought. Uh, I didn't know I'm going along in this. So I backed out of that and then I actually tried Hexaflip. And full disclosure, uh, some XIGN folks work over at the publisher for that, which is how I heard about it. For who? Uh, Rogue. Matt. You know, Matt. No, um, no, no. I, I, oh. I missed the title of the game. Sorry. Oh, Hexaflip. Hexaflip. I've it's never heard just of a it. little puzzle game that you click left and right, and you're like a hexagon. It's just a clicky puzzle game, and it's pretty fast moving, and it's pretty simple, actually, but it was one of those games that, whatever, I'm like, I'll check it out. And it was actually, it's all right. I actually saw it got written up by Pocket Gamer or something like that, so it seems like it's probably okay. But again, I'm a little biased because I'm like, I'll try it out. I know I want to try Super Impossible Road as well, also published by these folks. Nice. I played Impossible Road 
all the time. Uh, it's the ultimate toilet game, by the way. So yeah. uh, you know, if you want, if you play your phone on the toilet, play Super Impossible Road. It's the game for you. I tried um, out Skate City. Oh yeah, oh, yeah? It's fucking rad. Yeah, I've heard yeah. good things about that one. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool great game. Sounds a lot you, of good stuff. Definitely, man. if you, I, I know you're already watching this, you already care about us. That'd be great. Gamescast, of course, goes up Monday everywhere. You can go to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games right now and get it early access. It, yeah, uh, I'm in the same spot I was there, where I downloaded a whole bunch of stuff and jumped into Grindstone, and I can't stop playing Grindstone. Grindstone is fucking awesome. It's from happy. Of course, Cappy uh, below uh, helped publish a uh, uh, sword and sorcery. Uh, did Critter Crunch back in the day, which we all loved, and this is more in the vein of Critter Crunch in terms of uh, everything coming from the top of the screen falling down. And you go attack, you go do this thing. Love it. Uh, Sign our wild hearts. I already know I love what the golf. I've seen everyone talking about Gary. Yeah. Gary's in love with it. I know. Uh, or no, Gary's in love with uh, uh, cricket through time, which I've downloaded. Uh, Jenny <laughs> LeClue. Jenny LeClue finally out. It's on here. I'm gonna. I have that done. Assemble supposed to be rad because Assemble is from. Don't tell me. Don't tell I me. Don't know. The people who made Monument Valley. Uh, oh. I don't know so, the like, Valper name, but this is, every, everybody tells me it's a two hour experience that's kind of like a Florence. Assemble. Huh. Where you're like Wait, assembled? Assemble. Huh. Where you're going through and assembling things and you're finding out about like broken, it's broken items and then broken relationships. I really like So Barney. it sounds like it's already doing the Greg Miller thing that I want of tugging up my heartstrings, doing all these mm. different things. Dude, this, uh, there's Mini a lot. motorways everybody says is awesome. I'm pretty stoked about that. Yeah. But again, I'm not, the, this is what I tweeted today. There's too many games. And, of course, that means everything is stacked up on my PlayStation, yeah. everything is stacked up on my Switch, but it also now means my phone, where even though Grindstone isn't, like, a story game, if I have the chance and I have my phone out, I want to play that rather than start something else and start hopping around. Mm. I hate hopping around. I hate t- just tasting games and Me going. too, I know, and that's what I'm doing right now. Like, yeah, there's this huge buffet of Apple Arcade, and I'm just trying to, like, get a taste, so I'm yeah. somewhat informed. I want to see. But then I'm like, I'm not playing any of these outright yet. Um, but that's it's a nice problem to have. Mm. No. I did I wasn't Agreed. as much as I knew it was coming and I knew they had some good stuff, I didn't expect this it. This is well above my expectations. Yeah, well. This above. is like right now and right now, for launch of this thing, as we were talking about yesterday, I'm like, wow, this is very impressive. And I think again what I was talking about yesterday where we were having this argument of it's not, I think it was Imran, right? Who's like, it's not really aimed at us gamers. And I was like, I think it totally is. And yeah, I think that's it's working. Right. The fact that we're all playing mobile games all of a sudden and talking and tweeting about mobile games and, and People are telling me games that I missed on Apple Arcade. Other people are coming to me saying this. Like, yeah. It's pretty impressive right yeah. now. Just Gary's saying, playing. everybody. Pretty impressive. Uh, Ashen Rabs writes in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames and says, Morning, Greg and Fran. He said Tim, but it's a late, a late switch on you. Yeah. Way to expose the truth. Do you want me to lie to you or them? I'll never do that, Fran. Never. (laughs) I know you guys mainly cover gaming news, but why don't you guys cover some esports news? I understand why it wouldn't be on your guys' radar, and Andy's esports pool is rather shallow, parentheses, being just following Overwatch League as far as I know and remember. But some stories have come out that are rather interesting. From Yusuke Momochi. Uh, his refusal to get a JESU, a Japanese esports union license, reducing his first place winnings in Asia, Asia, Asia Premier from about $46,000 to $558 in a gaming monitor, to the rise of Pakistan in the Tekken 7 scene, where Arslan Ash won both Evo Japan 2019 and Evo 2019. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the KFBFs can bring up stories relating to esports that sound interesting. Just something to think about, and may the sun ever shine on your coming days. Nice. Which is a great sign-off. Yeah. No, I, th- I, th- I think uh, you're right, Ash. Uh, Ashen. I think you're right. Uh, I have covered esports on the show before myself, uh, but it's definitely not It's not like any of our beats here. Yeah. I think the truth is, and maybe you can relate to this, Greg, like when there's a beat like that, it, it can be scary to cover because you're like, uh, happy to cover it. Like, 
am I putting in the right story? You know, we, we obviously do the best we can. There's a lot of news, you know, to put in the show, and obviously we want to tackle what the audience wants to hear. But um, I don't know. I do feel like it's a missing corner. Um, sure. It's, uh, it's a complicated answer. Uh, you know, I, I've always said that what Kind of Funny is lucky to be is somewhere between what we did at IGN and YouTube, mm -hmm. a traditional YouTuber or Twitcher or whatever. And so to be in that space, we've built the company to emulate what we care about. And so we are still very much, and I know IGN does esports coverage to an extent now, yeah. but we are still very much of the IGN we left, which was like, cool, we cover consoles primarily, right? Like PC, we talk about and engage, but like well, now that Fran's here, now that Fran here, when I'm <laughs> always like, I don't know why people don't like Epic Game Store. You have to write in and tell me, right? Because I don't use it. It's the idea that kind of when he's built and based around our passions. So that's how you get the genuine, authentic content you get from us. Esports gets into this thing where it's, I think it's true that not, it's none of our passions right now on staff. And so, yeah, we could bring in a story and do it, but then you lose that authenticity to an extent. Yeah. Where I can come, I, we've done it before with like, here's who won Evo, right? Um, I remember last time I was paired with Tim for that. And Tim actually cares <laughs> about Evo, so he's able to comment on that. Whereas like, we can give you that news, but if we're not giving you any commentary, commentary sure. on it, what's the value of it? I, I know that like, you know, we talk about, I like to think we're an open book in terms of what we cover, how we cover it, when we cover it, why we don't cover it. And so to get it involved into something that would be, I, I think right now I just don't have a bullshit detector on what's the news and what's not the news. That's what I was getting at is you want, you, you know, the show comes together pretty fast in the morning uh, and you want the best stuff in there. But yeah, it's a combination of what do you guys want, the audience wants. And that's wants, the other thing too is it, it, I think that we've built and, and cultivated an audience that comes here for a specific type of gaming news. If there's a demand for esports, we can look into doing that. If we were, the next hire we get, right, if that person comes in and is like, Yo, I'm all about esports, and I bet yeah. you're gonna see an, an uptick in esports coverage. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's just like it, it's just business. That's just the truth of how this works. Meaning, I agree with you. We could cover this, and by the way, more. We get the same comment on if you read GamesIndustry.biz. Uh, uh, there's so many other stories about the industry, and so you, you could do the same write-up. Why aren't you guys covering the industry more often? You do some of it, but you don't do nearly enough because sure. it's it's too small. And so where I was going with this, Greg, right, and you know this better than, than anyone else out there because you worked at IGN, but it's like, what's the chasm of page view and eyeball difference between mm -hmm. The Last of Us 2 is going to be in state of play versus um, one of these stories? Right. It's meaning if you were to put a, a multiplier on it, it's like uh, 50,000 X in attention. Sure. sure. Now, again, it doesn't make the story unimportant. It's just of course. you're trying to cater your audience. I just, also what we're experts at. I feel like, like you're, you're and I, correct me if I'm wrong, please, guys. And I don't mean literally on kindoffunny.com slash wrong. I'd love this to be a conversation on the subreddit or, I mean, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. engage in any community you want. Subreddit where I, I actually uh, yeah. check in every day or uh, uh, patreon.com slash games because there's a note field. If you never used it, it's, you know, you go there, you give me your name, the, your question or whatever, but then there's a notes to us. You can put anything you want in any of those things for us give to read. Give me your name. Um, if that, but it would be the thing that I think if you're cha like, I would say the biggest East, I shouldn't even say that. I don't know if there was an esports story that I thought, and we've done it, I guess, like the call of duty, like uh lawsuits and stuff when they were like getting that whole gambling thing. Right. If there's something that breaks into our industry or crosses over in, into our realm of gaming, I think we talk about it, but I don't know if there's value in, 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 in us covering these smaller stories because I feel like if you cared about that, if you knew that player on that level, you'd be going to whatever the kind of funny games daily esports equivalent is, which I know there's a million shows that are like ESPN for esports. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, a, and maybe one other last note when you get, you know, you start getting really into the news beat process. 
uh, is I was going to even suggest, I'm like, well, you know what? I mean, you're, you guys know better than us as part of what we're saying. So, yeah, why don't you write that in in the morning questions? Like, if you see a big story, say, hey, maybe this is some required reading. But there's caveat here, right? How do we know for sure that it's an accurate story? And, and, and we go through it all the time. If, if we're not sure the story's accurate or what to say about it, it, it doesn't always make the show. Yeah. Um, and so, meaning, if down this line, it, it's a challenge. Um, but do, duly noted, I think. And um, I, I certainly look for it when I can. Stop trying to act like you're better than me. I did. No, I've covered it before, but you I know mean, what I mean? You hear them on when I host the show. I've done it. I've put, I put esports in there before. I've been around. Greg, if there was like Lord trophy, over here. trophy news, well, or that, if there's trophy news, that applies to everybody. That would, but meaning, I wouldn't know what to do with it. Wouldn't know. I mean, you put it story number one <laughs> with a book. Story you know number one. Uh, uh, Kale Dolphincorn writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, Hey, Greg and Fran. On Wednesday, an article titled Borderlands Has a Problem with Dwarfism and Disability was published on VG247, written by freelance writer Jeremy Peel. My question doesn't have to do with the article itself, but what happened after it was published. After reading it, I wanted to comment my thoughts on it, so I scrolled down to the comment section, and it was a lot of negative and some hurtful words. Seeing as I seem like one of these terrible people in the comment section, I took to Peel's Twitter, where he made a tweet about his article. When I see that the replies are even more hurtful words there. Not even criticism of his piece. I felt bad for him. So I did what you tell us to do and tried to let my positivity be heard and wrote my thoughts on his article out. Took a screenshot and tweeted at him. My question is, how do we stop this toxic behavior in our industry and how do we combat it? I know saying positive things help, but how do we get it into people's heads that things like this aren't okay? Um, it's back to what we talked about in this show and what Imran and I talked about in the other show, right? Uh, about the... Um, Phosphorus, modern war, um, warfare yeah, stuff. Yeah, phosphorus too. Is that I believe we are in such a great point right now for video games where you can sit here and have real conversations where you agree or you don't agree. You, 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 somebody's giving you their perspective and you take it in, you listen to it, and you figure out what you want to do with that, right? You, we all love video games. We all love very specific games, whether it be Borderlands, whether it be Modern Warfare, whether it be game X, Y, or Z. You can love a game and not like parts of it and have these conversations, right? Yeah. To your question here, uh, you're already doing it, uh, Kale, and that's you have to be the change you want to see. I talk about it all the time, right, is that we've, we're kind of funny. We've built this audience of best friends, which doesn't mean we're a hive mind and we all agree <laughs> with each other, but it means you treat each other with respect, right? If you listen to our show and want to engage in a conversation in the right way, you're a best friend. If you listen to our show and want to be an asshole in the comments, you're a dick, and I'd prefer if you didn't watch or support us. Full stop. If you, the problem and what it breaks my heart is when you see YouTube comments, Twitter comments, article comments driving away the rational people that want to have a conversation and want to disagree. Yeah. Want to read John's article on IGN about white phosphorus and be like, I respect your position, but don't agree with it. And here's X, Y, and Z. And I know that's such a hard thing to do. It's, it's literally what we talk about all the time of it's negativity and hate and vitriol that inspires people to go into the comment section, it seems. Whereas in reality, and I know how tough this is, and I know how busy we all are, it needs to go the other way, where you need to be the change you want to see. You need to come off the bench. You need to do what Kale's doing and read something and tweet at that person and say, hey, I liked it. Hey, di hey, don't agree with you. Thank you for your position here. I have a, like, mm -hmm. If nobody ever does that, then all you ever see is the bad people, and it seems like all the, the internet is is bad people. When we all know how wonderful the internet is, yeah. it, it, we've, it's given us this community, it's given you friends, it's given you podcast partners, it's mm -hmm. given you uh, people to play games with. I think you nailed it, which is the... Usually uh, do. 
<laughs> yeah, but you know, you don't actually hear it that often. But you having to work to be that voice and be a part of it, and how easy it is to be scared off of yeah. doing that. I mean, I, even me, I'm just like I'm just not even gonna get involved. But totally. Then you're reminding me. It's like actually, you know what? If you're not doing it, nobody else is. You're already in the minority. Yeah. So unfortunately, I would say, and I don't know if it's exactly what you're getting. At, it sounded like though, there is a bit of a responsibility that you have hopefully as one of these rational, respectful people is to show up and have the conversation. You got to lead by example. And, yeah, I, and right, what that exactly. also means, and I talk about on the show all the time, is not to engage with trolls. Mm-hmm. If somebody's out there using a slur, if somebody's out there just being an asshole, they're not trying to engage. So you mute them. You don't respond to them. You don't talk yeah. to them. You mute them and you move away. You ignore their comment. You thumbs down their comment. You upvote somebody's comment that's nice. You Not even nice. That's engaging in constructive criticism. Of, yeah. I don't like this because X, Y, and Z. And let's have a conversation about it. Exactly. If that's what you want to do. Or you say your nice thing and you bounce. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to be very careful to engage in that whole back and forth escalation of arguing with trolls. Yeah, just don't do it. I never do that. Um, and you're right. Just focus on the engaging, on-topic conversation. And you, and you should have an opinion. And, and hopefully people are respectful of it. Um, it was reminding me today that I saw some dumb tweet from somebody talking – it's the usual somebody saying video games are dumb and, uh, you know, everybody's fat and lazy and some motivational speaker dude. And like, yeah, I'm not. Oh, right. I saw that last night. I, and I, it's the and, same thing. And I went through it. Yeah, I was like, I'm not even going to respond Don't to this. And, and I was bummed, yeah, that I saw so many people retweeting and saying this guy's dumb because and yeah. here's why games don't make you fat and stupid and lazy. And I was like, this is exactly what this person wants. Exactly. And it is a stupid topic, so just ignore it. Mute. Mute. You said it. They I just think it, want attention. If you, I'm want... sure you guys have seen this floating around. A lot of people are. And I'm like, this is a dumb threat. I almost did respond. And, and I was like, no, why would I? It was mostly, Sancho West had the yeah. best one. Oh, like, Sancho got Last involved. night there was Love the one, Sancho. yes, of the, the one. No, I mean, the weird guy. guy. I don't know. Yeah, I have all. no idea. Who's just like, video games, this whole thing about how video games suck and how they make you fat. Uh, on the 17th, right, so three days ago, this AEW wrestler tweeted out a photo of him in the mirror with his huge guns and says, I don't play Dungeons and Dragons, right? And <laughs> it was the same thing where everybody jumped on that to fucking rail and scream. And, yeah. and last night, Sancho tweeted, right? So this tweet is modern-day pro wrestling. This guy is a heel, a bad guy, and he's getting cheap heat, negative reaction for this post. Because of the internet, it's harder and harder to stay true to your character. What I love is how some wrestlers have figured out social media. Uh, then he goes on to say, it just makes me chuckle seeing the internet get worked so hard, which is when you buy into the gimmick and you go, like, right? Like, I saw this guy didn't even click on his profile to see he was a wrestler. I was just like, whatever. Like, again, you don't need to engage. We don't need to, if, if it's, and like, this is a different thing of him doing a character. I don't know what this other guy was doing last night, just being a guy. Uh, don't sure engage. Just ignore him. All, anybody, all any troll yeah. wants is for you to engage with them and be a part of it. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. You have better things to do. How many goddamn games are on your phone right now? <laughs> You're yeah, exactly. Don't do that. Arcade. Play Sign R Wild Hearts. Take a chill pill. Everybody kill. kill. No, chill. Not kill. Wow, Don't kill. Greg, what is happening today? <laughs> it's Friday. Uh-huh. This super positive message at the end. I'm like, all right, now I'm enacting Order 66. That's a wild game. <laughs> 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 Go to your kitchen and get the knife. Yes, my lord. <laughs> yes, my master. Got real. Um... Yeah, that was a positive way to end it. Let's end it there. I do really uh, just want to bring it? up it this was... last one where they're asking about uh, Celeste DLC because I played it a little bit and I like it, but it's really, really, really fucking Find hard. Alex wrote into Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. It says, hey there, Greg and Fran, but this one's mostly for Tim. I'd love to get your opinion on the Celeste DLC. I'm shocked to say that I really do not like it. I like to think I'm at least decent at Celeste. I beat the main game, all strawberries, all B-sides, and half of the C-sides without turning on any of the accessibility options. But this DLC starts with the difficulty dialed up to 11. I'm not sure if I'd feel the same way if this were put out earlier. But 
having not played the game in well over a year and starting at seaside level difficulty seems like a bad choice to me. In terms of percentage of the total Celeste fan base, I can't imagine many players will enjoy this DLC. That said, I'm sure the true best of the best will love it, and maybe that's who the target audience was. I guess not everything needs to be for me. Have you tried it yet, and what are your thoughts? Barrett, you have? Uh, yeah, I have only gone through like the first quarter of it, I think, and it was like all in one night, and I, I, I sat down and played it for like four God, like three hours, three thousand deaths, uh, and yeah, like I died so many times, and it, it is one of those things where it's like this is really fucking hard, and maybe a little too hard for my personal taste, but still, after I beat every single room, I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Of like, I posted up a video, I think the night that I played it, of just like the crazy stuff where like I'm let, like uh, I'm doing the extra jump, and then I have to like hit a spring to recharge my jump, and like do all of this shit midair, and it was one of those things. It took me like 30 minutes to figure that out. And then when I did it, I was like, ah, oh, that yeah, was really fucking cool. So I this really like it. The problem with DLCs, uh, this and the messenger, I remember that mm. DLC required you to have a save that we'd beat in the game. Yeah. And then immediately was crushing. Yeah. And it's same with Celeste. Like, you have to beat the like uh, epilogue chapter of Celeste to even unlock yeah. this chapter. Oh. Um, and so it is like kind of requiring you to like relearn, like get to that skill level. That's the problem I have. Not the problem, but like the learning curve for any DLC that comes out yeah. after the fact even right. Horizon when when mm. Frozen Wilds dropped and I was like alright and jump back in and it wasn't like we're putting you in a new area it was just like oh there's something up north it was like oh shit I have all this crap and I kind of forgot how to play and like what am yeah. I doing it took me a while to get back in that groove let alone something as hard and challenging as yeah. Lester, uh, the Mester it'll probably take me like a year to beat it yeah I I think it's just for those people and and um, Imran brought this up about Monster Hunter Iceborne actually on Gamescast so Listen in on that one too. Same discussion. He was yeah, like, that's a great uh, point, actually. It's really hard. And Why I played don't 300 you hours. Go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and get the goddamn games cast. You could be watching it right after the, uh, well, like later the, this They got afternoon. the movie show. Yeah, watch yeah. that too. You know what I mean? I mean I uh, time to squad up. This is where one of you writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Give me your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you. Everybody plays games together. Today, Jeff needs help on PS4. His username is Hades Council. My name's Jeff, and my PSN is Hades Council. All one word. My, my squad up request is for some company in Borderlands 3. I'm currently soloing Flack to level 24. I love my skag buddy, but could use some backup at times. I'm an over 30 gamer who can play for a few hours after 10 p.m., and as such, I, have, I can on random days off. I generally solo things, even online shooters, but can't always chat on a mic or stick around long. I thought I'd see if any best friends out there wanted to drop into my game or whatever while I rush to the highest level I can for that sweet, sweet loot. Thanks for reading my squad up. Jeff from Arizona, PSN, Hades Council. If you want to run with arguably the best character in Borderlands 3, Flack, go on I over. Mean, I love Moe's. I mean, She's Flack great. and Moe's are the best characters in the game from what I understand so far. So. I just hear Zane sucks. I, and anybody I love Zane. <laughs> Zane gang, baby. Zane gang. Still loving it. Uh, time for You're Wrong. This is where people write into patreon.com slash games and tell us what we screwed up as we screwed up. Uh, Zaire says, I missed a new date. Cube World is finally coming September 30th on Steam. Uh, missed a deal from Charles J. Says, Downwell is free on Android devices next week. Uh, Zaire says, also out today, the Nintendo Switch Lite. Good call. Oh, man. Zaire says, new deal of the day. Uh, you can get Link's Awakening in-store in at Walmart for $49.94. Wow. You can only get it inside. And then Not outside. Zaire says, Luigi's Mansion 3 is receiving paid DLC, which includes new content to multiplayer modes. So there you go. 
I don't remember that. It is new. Well, I think it's breaking news. Huh? I think he's breaking news. That's the show, ladies and gentlemen. And that's the week, if you can believe it or not. Next week is special for Games Daily. The one and only Blessing Junior is here oh, for boy. his up-and-comer week. You know it back in January for our Patreon uh, Freedom Day or whatever you want to call it. January 5th, we had a thing. One of our thermometer goals was up-and-comer program. You already saw Chloe come through and be on Kind of Funny. Next week is Blessing Junior on Kind of Funny Games, which means Monday. It's me and Blessing hosting Kind of Funny Games Daily. Tuesday, I have to go to L.A. and see that there, Last of Us. So it's going to be Blessing Jr. and Xavier Woods. Oh, Fuck that's yes, the show WWE right there. superstar uh, Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed from the best YouTube channel, Up Up Down Down Gaming. I'm so excited to direct that. Uh, so. and also, Tuesday, worth pointing out, at 1 p.m., there will be the state of play. Live reaction here with Tim Geddes and Blessing Jr. Uh, Wednesday, Blessing Jr. and me. Thursday, Blessing and Pear Schneider from IGN. Fuck yeah. And then Friday, Blessing and some deadbeat named Alex Van Aken. Wow. I don't know who that is. Is he, is he like an IGN janitor? Is that who we no, got? No, he's one of, he's the host of the OKBs podcast. Which no, that's goes Blessing up. Jr. Blessing Jr. Is no, he, Blessing is one of the like stars of OKBs podcast. Oh, host. But the host of the show is Alex Van Aken, and that show goes up uh, every Monday on podcast services around the globe. It's one of the very <laughs> few podcasts I actually listen to on a weekly basis. But when I went to the PAX panel, huh? Blessing ran it. Like, he did everything. He was hosting mm, and talking mm. and stuff. Well, they probably wanted now, to make it like, like a sidekick. You know what I mean? Nah, it's like, it's like yeah. I want to introduce Robin as, like, the host of Batman's show. You know what mm. I mean? That's funny that you bring up Batman. In the show, I feel like Alex Van Aken is Batman. Blessing is Joker. Okay. There you go. Like it. I like it already. <laughs> uh, worth pointing out, of course, Thursday, the 26th at 2 p.m. will be the Kind of Funny Games cast. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You can watch live as me, Tim, Blessing, and Fran. Give you whatever we've been playing all week. Cool? Yeah. Good. I was just thinking. <laughs> I have uh, been heading to TwitchCon, and uh, yeah, anyway. Does that get away from the show? I'll probably be there. Probably. Well, I, I can bring Imran in, you know. He likes but it. He wakes up show. on time and stuff. Yo, here we see. I knew is this was. an ego <laughs> thing, too, because Blessing's here? Like, we're talking about Blessing so much, you don't want to be on the show. With I mean, you've got all these thing. replacements for me. I haven't been on the show in like three weeks, so uh, since I missed that one show, Greg. Uh, well, yeah, no, right? Dude, when you, I, coincidence or reality? When, when when Imran did that tweet about hey I'm hosting for the first time and you were like the hardest part's waking up, so I was like shit, friend, that's <laughs> the know. best thing. I'm <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you know Too it bad. all. Kind of funny games daily. Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. Podcast services around the globe. Remember, right now the Borderlands show is finishing up on Twitch.tv slash Borderlands. You can catch it on demand on YouTube.com slash Borderlands game. Me and Fran hosting it. There's a shift key embedded. A whole bunch of different stuff. Shout out to Roger. Corny for killing that edit. Yeah! Go give him some love on Twitter. Hopefully he's asleep. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your weekend. Play a lot of games. And until next time, no! It's been our pleasure to serve you.